Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Good job from the teachers. Amen. Brought out a lot of good points. Amen. So our lesson this morning is Kingdom Principles. And the focus verses is Mark 10, 43 through 44. But so shall it not be among you, but whosoever will be great among you shall be your minister, and whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be the servant of all. The lesson text, Mark 9, 33 through 37, Mark 10, 35 through 45. And the truth about God is, oh, you need to underline that one. <laughs> Don't worry about promoting yourself. Let God do it. Let God raise you up. Let God sanction you. Let God ordain you. Let God shake heaven's salt down on your life. Come on here. And the truth for my life, Amen. We got to follow the Lord's example. Amen. And we all struggling to do that today. <laughs> we struggle. Um, we're going to go to John 13. Well, I guess y'all need to hear that song. I guess somebody need to keep your head up to the sky and keep your eye on the prize. So we're going to go to internalizing the message and go from a little different standpoint this morning. And we're going to start at verse 3. Amen. Jesus, knowing the Father had given all things into his hands, that he was come from God, and he went to God. He riseth from the supper, laid aside his garments, and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin, began to wash the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter said unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do? Thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. 
Look up to the sky and say, Jesus, wash me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need Jesus to wash you. Uh-huh. You need to take the same sentiment that Peter had. God, don't stop there at my hands and my feet. Get my hands and my head too. Get my feet get it all. Jesus said to him, he that is washed needed not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. And ye are clean, but not all. Wow. Oh, oh. For ye knew who should betray him. Therefore said he, you are not all clean. So after he had washed their feet and taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? You call me master and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. Fifteen, underline it. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Let that soak in for a second. You should do as the Lord Jesus has done for you. Let that soak in on this side of the church because y'all look at me like you're sleeping. You should do for others as the Lord has done for you. Amen. That's the word. Why do you need a special invitation to do unto others as they would do unto you? You want them to do good things for you. You want to be treated nicely and kindly and respectfully. Huh? Come on. And so the expectation here is to lay aside your pride. Lay aside yourself. Uh-huh. And do for somebody else. Focus attention on somebody else beside you. I, I know it's 95% you all the time. And we can look at, it, look at ourselves and tell. Huh? <laughs> oh, I, I'm just keeping real. That, you know, our primary focus is on ourselves. But when we're dealing with the kingdom of God, God flips that script. He said, get your focus and your attention off of you. Because how many of you know God's got you taken care of if you take care of his business? Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about the ends meeting and everything getting taken care of, your household, your family, everything that concerns you. God will perfect it. He'll provide every need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Now, if you really believe that, then we won't be so selfish. We won't be full of ourselves. We won't be so self-centered. We won't be so self-righteous. Oh, come on here. That's if we truly believe 
the scriptures that we quote. If you take care of God's business, he gonna take care of yours. Mm. Can I get a witness? Mm. I'm a living witness. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't care what you up against and what devil and what enemy you got hot on your trail. I don't care what frustrations and what situations and circumstances you facing. If you handle God's business. He said, if you please me, I'll make your enemies at peace with you. You ain't got to worry about no enemy. I hear y'all talking about enemies all the time. And y'all act like God can't deal with folks. Y'all spend 80% of y'all time talking about enemies. Listen to how you talk. That's all you consumed about is an enemy and a devil. Hmm. But you said you were more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. You said you can do all things through Christ. I'm more than a conqueror. Ain't that what y'all say? I'm more than a conqueror. You don't act like it. You don't act like you conquer nothing. Huh? You come in here defeated every week. That's all you testify. All you talk about and what they doing to me and what they said to me and what went on. Uh, and that's a, that's a part of it, honey. Are they bigger than your God? No. They bigger than the God in you. No. I thought greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You quote it, well, act like it. Huh? Yeah, just be it. You say it. <laughs> just be it. Huh? I'm telling you, God ain't getting no glory out of that. <laughs> How is God being glorified with that? Think about what you say, what you speak, and what you're putting out there in the atmosphere. If you're putting defeat out there, that's what you're going to get. Hmm? But I expect God huh, to deliver me, to keep me. I expect God to make my enemy my footstool. I expect God, if I hold my peace, God will fight my battle. I expect God to make a way out of no way. When my back is against the wall and I ain't got two pennies to rub together, I expect God to make a way. That's the children's bread. And I know if we notice that, how each other talk, and not just here but everywhere, don't you see God listening? Like, wow! And this is the best y'all can testify of my goodness. Wow. Come on, y'all. Where is your confidence in your God? Where is your faith? You say you got faith. But how is it working for you? You're supposed to be able to speak to the mountain. And the mountain be moved. Come on. Amen. Let's think about what we're doing and what we're saying. Amen. How we present ourselves to the almighty God as if his power ain't working. Jesus. That's how you coming across. 
church. Oh, we're going to wake up in here today. Mm-hmm. Think about how you coming across to God. After he done made a way for you to get where you at, to have what you have, to do what you do. He done gave you strength to do it. He done gave you the mind to do it. He done made resources available for you, for people in your pathway to help you. It was God. Huh? Absolutely. Giving more credence and attention. I don't get that monkey no attention. I don't even mention him. Huh? Except when I'm, when I'm rebuking him. <laughs> it's the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> My God. I, I give glory and honor to him. The greatest of them all. Oh, he was a servant and he was also king. He was a servant and he was also healer. He was a servant and he was also Lord. He was a servant and he was the almighty. That's who I give my credence, my attention, my allegiance, the glory, the honor, the praise. His name is constantly coming out. Jesus! And I ain't got time for nothing else. Because everything else is foolishness and you don't need to spend your time talking about it. Just to, you know, get that off. First things first. Uh-huh. That was hot off the press for you. <laughs> so God himself was willing to be the lowest of the role. Y'all hear this? The lowest role. Because the servants in the house were the ones that had the towels and the basins to wash the other's feet. But here is God himself wrapped up in flesh, blew the disciples' mind that God himself would wash the lowest, the dirty, probably the dirtiest part because, see, they didn't have shoes. They had sandals. So their feet was exceptionally dirty. But Jesus got down there and wash them dirty coins. Uh-huh. Peter and them was like, wow. They didn't know how to handle that. King. The king is serving me? Can you imagine being in that room? My God. Jesus touching your feet, bro. We can't get a man to holler. Well, that's another. You can't oh, have mercy. Toes got anointed. Yeah. Can you imagine the feeling you had in your feet with Jesus doing it? It's a difference when I touch you. Yeah, but with Jesus touching. With Jesus touch. Girl, ain't nothing like it. Woo! Ain't nothing like the touch of Jesus. When Jesus come in the room and when Jesus touch you, it's an experience. You can't even put it all into words because it's priceless. It's worth more than seven go. When Jesus touch you. The songs that say, Jesus touch me. 
somebody touch me. It's something about the touch of God. That's why you ought to strive to get in his presence. To get a touch from the Lord. Yesterday's touch is gone. Last week's touch is gone. You need a fresh touch. A fresh anointing. You need him to anoint you with fresh oil. You need him to touch your mind. Touch your spirit. Touch your soul. Touch my body. Touch my money. Touch my family. Touch. Touch me, Jesus. Fresh anointing. I need it fresh. I need a fresh touch. Touch me, Lord. Have your way. Uh, the old church used to say, have your way, Lord. Have thine own way. Whatever you want to do, Lord, I'm available. I'm opening up to receive what you got for me. And I need you, Lord. Every day, every hour, I need a touch. Jesus, fill my cup. Jesus, wash me and make me whole. Jesus, create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Purge me with his up and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be white as snow. Wash me. With the water of your word, sanctify me, consecrate me, God. I need your consecration. I need your anointing. Shake heaven's salt down on me. I need your touch. I need your strength. I need strength to make it through here. I need you to heal my brokenness. Heal my broken heart. Heal my frustrated mind. I need you, God. Touch. Touch. So we should be willing to do whatever it takes. Oh, my God. Uh, whatever God want to do, I'm going to let him do. It may hurt my flesh, my feeling. It's going to go against the grain. It's going to go against what I'm thinking. Huh? How I think God ought to do. But it ain't about my little peanut mind. It's about God. Huh? Come on here. You trying to make God do what you want done, and you ain't willing to do what God expect out of you. Hmm. Uh, see, that move of God, it was totally unexpected. The disciples had a personal experience with God. It ain't nothing like personal experience. I can listen to you testify all day long. Huh? I can listen to your story all day long. But until I have my own personal experience, your testimony ain't going to mean much to me. 
on people's stories. We relying on words from other people. But honey, you need to get down with the get down and get a personal experience with Jesus for yourself. If I have a personal experience with the feet of Jesus, do you understand? Separated the disciples and the other ones that were around. They were in the presence of God. They spent time at the feet of Jesus. Huh? So they got practice being humble. And y'all need to practice being humble. Practice it. Practice it. Uh-huh. Before Peter became great, standing up in the book of Acts, the second chapter, he had practiced being humble. Peter got some experience. Uh-huh. Even though we like to flame Peter, oh, he's sucking the water. He took his eyes off Jesus. Oh, Peter cussed Peter did this, and you done did worse. But Peter did this, and Peter did, he didn't do this. But Peter had power. Yeah, that's true. Right. Peter had power. <laughs> you say what you want to say, huh? Say what you want to say about me, but as long as I got power. <laughs> as long as God does shower down from glory on my life. Say what you want to say. Huh? <laughs> he had enough faith to meet Jesus. He had enough faith to get on straight street. He had enough faith to repent. Huh? Yes. And God gave him the keys to the kingdom. Have God given you the keys? All this faith you professing, all this boldness you supposed to have, all this authority and power, well, you got some keys. Where your keys at? Y'all show me some keys. Huh? Y'all take them car keys out. Come on, let's see, let's show and tell. Where your keys at? I guess so, Alicia, I'm the one who got keys. All right, Deaconette. All right, Minister. Where your keys at? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're supposed to, brother. Come on. Uh, yeah, they swinging. Because you're supposed to have power and authority. Uh, come on here. Uh, that's what you need to be betraying and walking in it. Uh, he said, I give you power to tread over serpent and scorpion and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by no means shall harm you. You, you got the keys, don't you? Uh-huh. Just shake them. You ain't got to sit there and argue back and forth with the devil. Shake your keys. Huh? Because you know a secret. I know a secret. You got the keys, uh-huh. <laughs> Practice smiling, huh? Because you got the word. Huh? You got God on your side, huh? Well, I got to go back and forth with you. I ain't going back and forth with you, devil. I'm going to smile at you. Because I got the keys. Uh-huh. Amen, amen. Y'all received that nugget. That came from Glory. 
And so the disciples here, after they had this personal experience with Jesus, they did something. <laughs> oh, my God. They spent the rest of their life being a servant to the kingdom. When they wrote the letters to the church, Paul said, I am a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, called an apostle. Yes, he had the title and the position of leadership and authority, but he remembered first thing first, you are a servant. Hmm? And now we got to address everybody by their title before we even say their name. Huh? Well, how is that being humble? How is that giving glory to God? We can't even come close to you, can't shake your hand, can't say praise the Lord, God bless you. We got to stand off because we're so high and mighty and so full of ourselves. How is that giving glory to God? How is that being humble, sir, ma'am? Huh? We got to roll out the red carpet when you come. Huh? Stinky. We got to spend half the service saying your name when you come. And have the audacity to get rocks in their jaws. I done seen it happen. Get rocks in their jaws because you ain't pumping up their name enough. Don't it good uh -huh. enough. Sit up in the pulpits full of yourself. Uh-huh. Everybody out here praising God, giving God glory and praise and worship. And you sit there with your arms folded. How are you a servant? How can you come in the house of God when the songs of Zion are going forth, the praises of God are going forth, and we're in here lifting up Jesus, and you come in with your arms folded, sitting and looking? Hmm? How is that being humble? How is that being a servant? You, you, don't, you don't open your mouth and praise. You don't pray. You ain't humble enough to come to the altar to help those that seeking God need a touch from the Lord uh, to stop service uh, and labor uh, with somebody uh, that's desperate for God. Uh, if they don't get God, uh, they may lose it. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. Uh, we got to learn the assets uh, of being available. Uh, and the disciples were available. The question is, are you? Are we available? For whatever God's seeing in the dough, we don't know how it's going to come packaged. Hmm? We overlook as we all are called to be servants. Absolutely. We all to serve. We want titles, but we are called to be servants. We're called first. to be servants first. We serve in the word. We pour into the sheepfold. God told Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Yeah, God, I love you. Well, if you love me, feed my lamb. Lord, you know I love you. You know that's how we do. 
We're really trying to get the point. Now you know I love you. <laughs> well, if you love me so as you say, then do what I ask of you to do. Hmm? Feed my people. Care for the flock of God. Look out for one another. Be concerned about one another. Let love and kindness flow amongst our brethren. Have a unified one accord with one another. If you love me, look out for the poor among you. Look out for those that in need among you. Don't forget the widows and the children. Look out for the You say you love me. How do you say you love me? You hadn't even seen me. You see your brother and sister every day. Huh? But you can't love? Hmm. That's the heart of a servant. Wow. Jesus gave them that example. Philippians 2, 5 through 7, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who made himself of no reputation. You're so concerned about what folk think about you. That's why you can't get nothing done. You want the applaudance and the approval of men instead of making sure you got God's approval. That's what counts, is that you get God's approval. We get so concerned, what are they going to think about what I said? Oh, they gonna, what are they going to think about what I did? And, oh, was it good enough? And if it was, and I didn't do this, and maybe I should have done that. And going back and forth in your mind about what people think when we should be concerned about what God thinks. He made himself of no reputation. Hmm. Wasn't looking for clout. Wasn't clout chasing. Huh? Wasn't looking for a name to be broadcasting like J-E-S-U-S because he already is. He didn't have to. He is. He's the light of the world. He didn't have to do all that. All that fluffy stuff. We do all that fluffy stuff. Huh? God showed you through his ministry. Even when he went and healed, folks told him, go and don't tell nobody. See, we want to tell everything when we do something. You know, I baked the cake for the touch. And my cake is better than that cake. Do it, Antina. I fixed chili for them folks. They don't know nothing about that good chili. Huh? Ain't that how we do? Huh? I gave an extra ten dollars. Hmm. We can at least get a chandelier in here. I gave an extra ten dollars. We gotta broadcast everything you do. Huh? Like you the only one cooking and the only one giving. Huh? We got a broadcast. 
I gave to the homeless. Gave them them Vienna sausages and them crackers. They should be thankful. You know how y'all do? Uh, y'all broadcast everything. I went on a mission. I did the tent revival. I. Huh? I preached and the whole house went up. I sung my song. And the whole church was dancing. You, you see how we do? Huh? <laughs> we fluff ourselves up. We brag and boast. That's pride. That's not humility. Huh? You think God is just moving in your neck of the woods like he can't pick up nobody else and use them? What you won't do, somebody else will get it done, and they'll get it done quick in a hurry. And won't even mention nothing about it. Huh? Won't even tell about what they done done. Because why? It's insignificant. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's why I was born. I was born and created to do the works of the Lord. Huh, that ain't that. I'm a, huh? That's what you're here for. Yeah, that's what you're here for. If you don't do nothing but open and close the door to the house of the Lord. David said, I'd rather be a housekeeper in the house of God than to dwell in the tent of wicked. I'd rather do that any day. And I do it with a smile. You hear me? I ride the lawnmower on the church ground, on holy ground. Because, see, this is holy ground. This ain't your ground. It's holy. <laughs> I'd be the most anointed mower of that grass. Glory to God. Make sure I get it good and low. Woo! You got to tell nobody. Huh? Just put some respect on it. Put your heart and soul and mind in everything you do. Woo! Because it's unto the glory of God. You ain't got to broadcast. You ain't got to wave a red flag. Everything you do, everybody got to bow. That ain't being humble. Wow. Look, at the end of the day, I want God to take notice. Y'all hear me? I want him to look down from heaven. And I don't care if no ninja ever give me a flower or a cookie. I want God to recognize me. It's simple. <laughs> See? Wow. Just wow. Just wow. <laughs> we need to have an experience, an intimate experience till we can get all of us out of the way. John said, I decrease. And while you increase, it's not I, but it's the Christ that dwells on the inside. Huh? Who am I? Who, 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 who? 
that thou art mindful of me. <laughs> Did y'all get that? Yeah, David said, now, wait a minute, God. I'm a little old dusty sheep herding boy here. I'm out in the field throwing a rock at a giant. Huh? Who, who, who am I? Huh? You done gave me this opportunity to be king and rule over your people, but who am I? Who am I? A man that goes out to war and to battle. Who am I to represent the armies of God? Who am I that you are mindful of me? If y'all taking that in consideration, who are we? That God is so mindful of you that he takes care of you without you asking. Oh, because it's some days you may forget to ask. It's some days where you don't ask God for a blessing, but he bless you anyway. It's some days you forget God touched this part of my body because it ain't acting right. You get busy, you go about your way, you get caught up in your day and in your life, and sometimes you don't always bring up your request, but God looks. I feel like running. More times than often, God is paying attention to you. He's inspecting. He knows everything that's wrong, that's out of order, and God is orchestrating. Jesus! He's making the rough places smooth. And the crooked, he's making them straight. And it wasn't because you had, it wasn't because you were so good. It wasn't because you did everything that's right. Because he's God and his mercy endures Yeah. Uh-huh. You give God praise for that. That he's mindful of you. That he's taking care of you. That he's taking care of your business. Because he has your life. He said, who can pluck you out? Huh? Y'all keep talking about devils and enemies. Who can pluck you out of the hand of God? Huh? I'm waiting. Who is an enemy with God? You are the one that will walk away. Anybody pluck you out of the hand of God? Huh? God said you are mine. I chose you. I made you. I was the one that saved you, sanctified you, put my word and my spirit on the inside of you. You belong to me, a chosen people. You're peculiar. You're different. That's why I pick you, not because you're good at two-shoes. You're a royal priesthood. Well, act like it. Whoever desires to be the greatest among you shall be a what? A servant. So Jesus explained the road to greatness is not self-promotion. Hmm? 
not publicizing, not waving the flag, but humbly serving another. Whoever of you desires to be first shall be the slave of all. We don't like that kind of language. I'm a prisoner of Jesus Christ. How many of you have been prisoned to Jesus' love? It locked me up, baby. It locked me up. You hear me? The love of Jesus. Wow. <laughs> I'll be his prisoner any day. Huh? Get me locked up, tied up, twisted up, tangled up with Jesus. He'll be the best company. <laughs> Woo! My God! Can you imagine being locked up with God? My God! So let me ask you all a question here. We're talking about service. When you go out to, say, a restaurant, how is it that you like to be served? Okay? You like for them to check on you. How is it that you like to be served? Uh, Y'all ain't got no response. You want hospitality. Okay. Anybody else? How do you like to be served? Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Quickly, quickness, right? Because you don't want to sit and wait forever, right? Right. Because, see, you know, I, I worked, one of my first jobs was in a restaurant. So I got my lesson in serving early at 15. And I had to come down off of my little snooty tude. Because at that age, I was a little snooty tude. You know. And so. The point we had to make us go back to work. Yeah, I, I didn't want to go. I, I'm just keeping it real. I didn't want to go. I didn't. You know, that was beneath me. I, I didn't want to go. You know. And, and Sister Bean broke me. She put me out of her car and made me walk in there. They say, you're going to go in there and walk. You're going to go in there and work. But see, sometimes God has to do us like that, see. We have to get a shock of reality. Amen. Uh-huh. And I got my lesson early. And then I would go and I would get, you know, hotsy-totsy, you know, because I was hotsy-totsy and nobody could tell me nothing. And I would get in there and argue with folks like my opinion was important. Uh-huh. Get into arguments, fussing. With my little bitty 90 pound self. Mm -hmm. Come home, man. <laughs> ain't going back to that job. <laughs> ain't going. Oh, sister being there to be, oh, you going. Oh, oh you, you, you going. <laughs> you going. Uh huh. Made me mad. 
You're going to have to learn how to work under folk. You're going to have to learn how to get along with folk. You're going to have to learn to do what you expected to do, and you're going to have to do it with a smile. They ain't got to know what's on your mind until you open your mouth. Shut your mouth. You there to get a check. Learn how to shut your mouth. I had to learn early. See, some of us got that lesson early. Huh? And then, when later on, when God elevated me and promoted me in a nursing profession, you know, some of them lessons I didn't have to learn. Because <laughs> I learned early. Huh? It wasn't no harm in getting my hands dirty. It wasn't no harm for me to come home uh, with some dirt on my shirt and pants. It wasn't no harm in smelling like fish when I left. It wasn't no harm. You be all right. What's the harm in you getting dirty? What's the harm in you jumping in? What's the harm? Is it killing you to help somebody? Huh? To serve somebody a dinner? To fix a plate for somebody? Is it hurting you to cook a meal? Is it hurting you to sweep, to pick up some trash? Is it hurting you to give some bottle water? Is it hurting you to scrub the toilet? Is it hurting you? Is it too much for you to handle? But you want to be a leader. You want to be a big shot. You want your name known. But you ain't even humble enough to get yourself dirty. You ain't great. You a crook. Alfred, stop telling that boy she talking to him. He talking, she talking to you. Because we have to learn discipline and humility as a servant. You got to get that lesson before God promotes you. If you're listening to me in the room, God is dropping a nugget. <laughs> you want to be something in the kingdom? Huh? Oh, you want to be something great? Huh? Oh, baby, you got to come low. Huh? You got to learn some tough lessons. Huh? You got to learn at the feet of Jesus. Huh? You got to let God make you, huh? make you over. Huh? Shape, mold, shape, and fashion you. Huh? Deal with your crazy mind and your attitude. Huh? Oh, because your attitude is your hindrance. Huh? It ain't a devil and enemy. It's you. I owe you. I was a problem. I am a problem. It ain't the devil. Let me lay down. Let me lay here. Let me lay here. do selfies five or six times a day. We fool ourselves. Come on. I do too. Yeah, we, we living in a culture of self. Come on, get your phone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Larry, Vashti. Oh, oh, you see.
on making that the servant of all. Who you see in this image? Are you emulating who God wanted you to be? Is this the image? Can they see God in us? Don't talk about the light, just be. Don't talk about being full of the Holy Ghost. They should exude from you. The apostles didn't go around fast, bragging and boasting. They were so anointed, they brought sick bodies just to be in the same shadow. Get your picture. Are you there? We got to work on us. Look at the picture and say, I got to work on me. I got to work on me. Yes, sir. I'm the man in the mirror. I can't have greater expectations out of you than I have out of I've got to measure up to the standard God has set forth in his word. created me to be. With all this potential you got, all these gifts and all these talents you got, am I measuring up? I got to look at me. Am I accountable? It's required of a steward to be found faithful. I got to talk to me. It's a requirement of God that I walk humbly, that I walk upright, do that which is right in the eyesight of God. Because we're supposed to be pillars in the house of God. You should be teachers by now. You should have so much power and anointing to break shackles in your own house. I gotta look at me. We talk a good game. We carry around Bibles, dictionaries, thesis, and theology, philosophy. So knowledgeable. But do we have Change you, God. Are we shortchanging God by hitting and missing, by not stepping up? Are we shortchanging God? I ain't talking about folks. Look in the mirror. 
take a selfie today. I got to do better. See, there you go. Then when you look in your memory, you remember Sunday school. I had to take a look at myself and do a self-inventory. Ain't nothing wrong with doing a self-inventory. You should. Amen. <laughs> Every day you wake up, baby, you need to do a self-inventory. Now, look at all in a field. You let people get on your nerve. You let people push and go. You let people push your butt. You let them. You let them. You let them. You see what you do? You see what we do? You let them get the best of you. You let them push their foot on your neck. You let them do it. You invite them in to do it because you don't stop. What I wanted to, what, what stuck out in my mind, the greatest must serve all. Uh-huh. If you just serving your friends, if you just one-sided in the church, if you come and do nothing, the greatest must serve all. Every brother and every sister deserves some service. You can't put people up on a pedestal. And that's what happens when you do that. You cause folk to 
think that they're more important in the kingdom and ain't nobody no more important than nobody else. Watch who sweat you, white. Watch who you knock over to give a cup of water. Because the one, you might meet a whole bunch of thirsty folks before you get to the pool pit. We've got to learn how to serve one another according to what the Bible says. Because that's the only thing we're going to be judged on. My opinion and your opinion don't matter. Amen. That was good. Elder, you got anything? All right. So now we're going to take up the offering. <laughs> Glory to God. We got some snacks and snacks. Snacks. 